They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week, we take a look at a campaign going on at Lawson that celebrates the release of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We take a little extra time to discuss our love for the series and look at the various Zelda-inspired items in the campaign. And in the Chicky Wars, we see perhaps the most new chickies that we've ever seen. Now let's head over the to the Combini. The Combini, the Combini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Oh, it's going really well, Mike. Uh, doing a lot of baking. Baking continues. Uh, made some excellent milk bread, which I turned into pizza toast last night. I uh, got some donuts going for today. Some bambalini um, con pan, I don't know. I can't remember what they're called. But anyway, they're, they're cream-filled donuts. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the best thing going on right now for me. What's going on over in uh, Kurobe? Not much, man. Um, as we were talking about before the podcast starts, started um i uh you know we were thinking about hey let's open some restaurants and so um yeah i've got right. this idea about flappy pappy this is the name of the restaurant great idea. thinking burgers mm. burgers and every sunday we're gonna have a good old american breakfast and as i was saying i don't care if anyone comes it's mostly for me um and yeah we're gonna have pancakes we're gonna have real american bacon sausage home fries you know home fries oh yeah cream chip beef you know um <laughs> sausage gravy uh grits we're gonna have everything matt um <clears throat> and uh so yeah having fun thinking about that but uh things are good, good here yeah and we should do it um things are good it's gonna hit the rainy season here coming up pretty soon so enjoying the, the good weather while we got it nice all right mike well um we got a ton to talk about today, so what do you say we just jump right in? Let's do it, Matt. So, um, first things first, Matt. Um, mm. Big news out of Lawson, as you know, and big news yeah. in the world in general, in video games, but in the world in general, I'd say. So, Matt, um, we have at Lawson a campaign mm. for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And um, Lawson's doing a tie-up up, tie up with them. I've actually got the link wrong somehow, so I'm trying to pull it up here real quick. Uh, Zelda Lawson. <laughs> um, so, but before we get into that, Matt, you were asking me how I'm doing. I'll tell you, I'm kind of tired because this new game came out, Matt. Yep. And I was a huge, huge fan of Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah. One of my great, like, you know, in my history one of the things that's sort of like, you know, I remember that time of playing that game so fondly. And um, this new one came out and I was thinking, hey, it's just gonna, you know, probably be the same. And I'm just completely blown away, Matt. Absolutely <laughs> blown away. Everybody's saying the same thing. Absolutely blown away. And so I have in every single minute of my time in the past <laughs> week that I haven't been with Leo, haven't been working, haven't been working. Um, uh, I've been playing the hell out of this game, losing sleep. Matt, if I understand correctly, you're actually replaying um, Breath of the Wild. 
right now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Mike. So I, I'm convinced the whole world is conducting like a Truman Show style experiment on me. Okay. Trying to make me believe these Zelda games are good. So mm -hmm. I, you know, the new game came out, Tears of the Kingdom. And mm -hmm. you know what's going to happen. It's going to be 10 out of 10. It's going to be one big video game review circle mm -hmm. jerk for the next yeah. week. And of course, that's exactly what it was. 10 out of 10 all over the place. Yeah. And then um, I was just thinking, you know, I played Breath of the Wild as well. You know, I mm -hmm. was you know, convinced to buy the game. I think I actually bought Nintendo Switch so I could play but Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I have a mixed relationship with Zelda games and mm -hmm. uh, I'm often baffled, just totally baffled and left supremely frustrated by the puzzles. Mm -hmm. This goes yeah. all the way back to the Ocarina of Time mm. when I actually paid my next door neighbor, Lee, won't say his last name. This kid was like two years younger than me at the time 20 bucks so he could beat the water temple for me i was so pissed off i couldn't get past this legendarily hard temple by the way for those unfamiliar with that oh game. my god oh yeah but breath of the wild it took it up a notch because it's not a linear game at all as i'm remembering as oh, i replay yeah. it there's like there's no there's no one way to mm -hmm. play it's just a perfectly open world and you can go anywhere immediately mm -hmm. um and I just remember being in those those divine beast machines, and I was in one this morning, actually. Mm -hmm. The elephant, mm -hmm. Zora Kingdom, hey. losing my goddamn mind at these puzzles, trying to figure them out for three, four hours. I wrote about this in the newsletter, but, you know, I'd be up at five, six in the morning, playing until about nine, and then Karen's alarm goes off, ding, 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 and suddenly I'm left humiliated as my <laughs> wife comes downstairs to make coffee and read while her mid-30s husband plays the fourth hour of <laughs> breath of the wild while she sits behind me uh -huh. reading mm -hmm. like an adult yeah and there i am trying to figure out how to make this goddamn elephant Oh my god! Stupid terminals. Gotta find these fucking terminals. Anyway, sorry. So I, I was like, okay. And then the cooking, the cooking. I never, I don't know, the cooking. I never really mm -hmm. got into the foraging. Now I realize I'm playing it again. I'm real. Oh wow, this cooking is good. You gotta cook all the time. So I'm cooking up a storm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm getting that. I get the hearty radishes. I got the truffles. You know, trying to catch crickets. Oh, get those truffles. truffles. Now you're talking. Truffles. Oh, so I have a mixed relationship with these games. You know, yeah, they're fun, but it's, you know, I, I, the puzzles, the puzzles I find, you know, come on. How hard do you need to make these? All right. All right, Matt. Okay. Um, and by the way, just tell our viewers right now, we just, I, you know, wanted to talk about Zelda. So we're going to be talking about Zelda. You can skip ahead a little bit if you're not interested in this. Matt. That thing you're talking about, that like you drop in this world, there's no direction, you don't know what to do. I think for me, and like this is this experience and this feeling that I haven't had since I played the original Breath of the Wild, now playing Tears of the Kingdom, is it's almost like I was a huge, huge fan of like 
the uh like the hobbit and like uh lord of the oh. rings and stuff like that when i was a kid and i remember like reading these books and like having this like at the beginning of this when they set out on this adventure this just like huge like feeling of just like et, like endless possibilities and like adventure and that is what i do feel playing this new um tales of the tears of the kingdom and Matt, I will say the great thing about this newest one is even in Breath of the Wild, there was like, there's a way to do this puzzle. And there, there's still that sense in Tears of the Kingdom, but like the level of freedom is like out of I, this world. Like what I've been reading. Yeah, you, you can't like figure out how to do this puzzle, how to get to the top of this like mountain. We'll just put a rocket on your like on attached to a piece of wood and like shoot yourself to the top of the top you know this that sounds pretty fun it's so so cool and so i've just been having this great time my brother actually texted me josh uh this morning he said i think tears of the kingdom is the best game i've ever played in my whole life and i was like yes well, yes i agree josh is a guy who's played some video games played some games in his life <laughs> and that like feeling i'm telling you matt like uh, this is a little teeny bit of a spoiler, but you play Tears of the Kingdom, and you start in this like, you, steer, you start in this sort of like um, floating island area. It's like the tutorial area. And like, when you finish that, you like descend to the, um, to Hyrule. And man, oh, where when I was, where else would you go? When I was going down and like floating down, seeing this world, I was just like, oh my God, this is this feeling that, that I just, oh, it's so great. Well, I made, my, well, uh, you know, everybody's saying the exact same thing. And I did oh. see <laughs> some tweets about some of the stuff people are making, including, you know, somebody made a Trojan horse, somebody made like a, somebody crucified a Kurok. Oh my God. What? Somebody, yeah, somebody put a Kurok on a crucifix <laughs> okay <laughs> somebody made like a, a wooden man with a flamethrower penis oh nice <laughs> somebody made a uh like a rotisserie barbecue oh yeah yeah oh big yeah so big. yeah it does it does look impressive but I'm gonna play breath. I'm gonna finish Breath of the Wild, and then I'm gonna probably pick this up because now you're saying it's great, and Josh is saying it might be the greatest games ever played. And you know, Josh is probably one of the, you know, yeah, the yeah. great gamers of our generation. There's one no of the doubt great gamers it. of our generation. Yeah. Oh man. Well, dude, I I actually want to talk. I'd like to just make this whole episode talking about Zelda, but I think maybe. Unfortunately, yeah, we should talk about talk some, about though. We do. I I just want to like convince people like how magical this game is. And this picture sums it up. We're looking at a campaign out of Lost, and they're doing a tie up with Tears of the Kingdom. This is a little bit late. This is actually like in full swing last week. But um, yeah, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This uh, campaign with Lawson. Here we got we got Link. He's standing on this floating island, looking down over this mass. You know expansive kingdom anyways matt this is pretty cool so what do we got there there you know there, there's you can get some stuff you can get like a clear file with link or zelda 
you can get a multi-cross. I don't know what that is. I think it's a piece of felt or something like that. Um, And they've got some food and stuff like that. But the thing that I wanted to jump to, Matt, which is really cool, we've got some original food items that have already come out. And um, I wanted to go through those, Matt. And the cool thing is, is as you were mentioning, the cooking within yeah. uh, uh, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, is a kind of this weird system, but you collect all these different items, so you kind of like hold them in your hands, you throw them in this pot, and then there's this song, it's like, dun, 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 dun. And um, so these are themed off of this, like actually like things that um, you might be able to make mm. in game, not exactly one-to-one, but for example, first, we've got this Karage-kun Poka Poka, Kusa, I don't know what this is. Poka poka so no, ji, uh, I don't know. Anyways, it's um. <laughs> should have read these kanji before we started, but um, basically it's um, uh, the the hot pepper that you can find hot in pepper. the game. They've made mix this with the karage kun um, and uh, yeah, this looks pretty cool. I'm gonna run through these real quick, and then anything that jump out, you can let me know. Sure. Um, we've got a dry curry onigiri. This is from the Godon Kingdom. You know the Fire uh, Kingdom. Yep. Oh, yes, sir. Since the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> we've got the kemono niku kare pan, basically just like wild meat curry pan, which I know you're not a fan of curry. Uh, pan. Then, hey, buddy, we've got the Max Truffle Kaoru Kinoko Focaccia. It's a truffle focaccia. Interesting. All right. And then we've got the Tsurugi Banana Ore. This Ooh, is a banana like um, cafe ole. And um, so that's what we've got. Oh, wait a second. I forgot. We've got one more mysterious item here. We've got the Max Salmon Fresh Ooh, Milk interesting Clam. Combo chowder mat oh i don't know what is that salmon... an actual recipe in the game i might try that out yeah get that salmon Probably get that milk is. yeah clam chowder looks pretty interesting so we've got these items here any that sort of st- stood out to you or that you uh think you'd like well to a, a couple mike yeah i mean well the karage kun poka poka uh the the spicy spicy this this combines the the hot pepper Right, and then mm-hmm. the poka poka, the poka poka is the spicy so, pepper, right? Or is that grass? I think so. Yeah, poka poka, sure. the spicy pepper. I remember this fondly because first time I played Breath of Wild. Again, you're just dropping. Everybody knows I've played this game, but you dropped into this world, and you can go literally anywhere. And I mm-hmm. thought to climb the snowy mountain. You can't mm-hmm. climb the mountain until you have clothes to get past the the, the cold weather. You freeze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I would eventually find or be given. I think actually it's the Gorons who give you the the winter coat or whatever. Mm. I thought I could stuff myself with enough poca poca peppers to mm-hmm. to get across the mountain. And I can't yeah. tell you how many time how many hours I spent trying to get across that stupid mountain, freezing to death, <laughs> running out of poca poca peppers, <laughs> thinking I could get across. It's impossible without the special armor, everybody. Don't uh, waste your time. Don't waste your time like I did. Geez. Go to the go runs. The mm. go runs. That's the other one that came up, Mike. I hate the go run people. You hate those guys. Oh, I hate them. Just, just <laughs> some of the dumbest creatures any world, <laughs> real or fake, has ever uh-huh. seen. 
and they're off in the desert. They got their fire tools, mm-hmm. and they're manipulating you with with their kindness to do their bidding. <coughs> they have spices. This is mm-hmm. what they have here: the dry curry onigiri spice. And then the last one, Mike, the kimono, mm-hmm. um, kimono curry curry pan. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of those monsters, Mike. Especially early in the game, you're dropped. You're literally you're like naked. Mm-hmm. You get you you your first weapon is a tree branch. <laughs> that's all that's around you, and then you're asked to go run around this enormous kingdom battling monsters which you cannot do without armor and just a tree mm. branch but of course mm. i spend my time trying to battle these things instead yeah. of going to the shrines to increase my hearts and to find better weapons yes sir Duh. Mm-hmm. this morning i spent you know I mean? god you know i'm trying to access the zoar kingdom you need electric shock arrows to get them and mm. there's some big beast he's like some like uh you know half man half half horse thing giant oh, weapon that guy i'm up there oh how am i gonna defeat i've been literally the last week i've been trying to beef up my heart so i can do battle with this guy finally realize i don't even need to beat him i just need to collect 20 electric shock arrows and they're just sitting all over the place up there <laughs> took me five minutes took me five minutes I could have been well on my way. Anyway, this is why this game drives me nuts. I'm, I guess I don't know. I'm not smart enough for Zelda. Anyway, that no clam chowder there. I'll give you the last one. The clam chowder looks pretty good. Yeah. I like yeah, the I look of it, that. I and uh, I will try that recipe in the game. I'm, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm sure I'll get a fishing pole at some point. And then, yeah, I already have some milk. I'll make some clam chowder. Yeah. I don't know if you get a fishing rod, but you can just like, shoot arrows at the fish and pick them up i think so hey you can try that oh boy um i would have been waiting for that fishing rod you saved me a lot of time (laughs) i don't remember if there's a fishing rod all right matt well i agree you know the only thing that kind of uh that you didn't shout out and i'll talk about the max truffle kaoru kinoko no focaccia i don't know about this one the focaccia i will say people if you want yeah, hunt those truffles because you can make all these recipes. You can put up to five items in them and you can do all this stuff and you can just get a truffle, cook it, hey, all your life back, plus like plus. some extra power. Um, so, uh, so yeah. That all right, big hearty radish. Oh, the big, the big hearty radish. The big Not to be confused radish. with the hearty radish, which is also big. good. Yeah, we're you talking the, the big, big hearty radish. The big hearty radish. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, hey, I damn it. I'd love to talk more about Zelda. Um, but uh all right, I think we should head on because we still got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, Mike. Well, we got a ton. It's this could be a long episode. Strap in everybody. All right, let's so do it. it's on in the chicky wars, Mike. Mm. Two weeks ago. We had an episode. I don't think there was one chicky on the menu. Now, it was like golden week time, so you got to give everybody a break, even the conveni. Yeah. But Mike, since the, in those two weeks, mm-hmm. we got one, two, three, four, five, six new chickies coming out, Mike, across Lawson, Seiko Mart, Mini Stop, 7 Eleven, and Family Mart. The floodgates wow. have opened. 
so we gotta we gotta take a look at all these mike we already looked at one it was the um actually we didn't even include that on the list did we there's seven the chickies because we got the poca poca kun from mm-hmm. lawson as part of the zelda tears of the kingdom series all right so there's seven yeah. out but um let's stick with karaage kun mike because lawson's got another one out and this one looks like a real banger yeah mike we got the Ooh, I'm so this looks so good. We got the mm. wasabi mayo flavor karaage kun, Mike. Oh yeah. You want to break this down for us here? Yep. All right. We're looking at a green pack. We got a mm. uh, karaage kun. He's got a hat and it's actually wasabi. Inside of this karaage kun, <laughs> we've got some chicken and wedged inside of those are some wasabi cubes. cubes. They look like wasabi <laughs> mayo cubes matt um i don't know if we've seen these this cube technology i feel like no, maybe we saw something new. like it um but yeah um i love wasabi i don't think we've had in my experience a wasabi karaikun super pumped about this this looks so good and yeah the mm. wasabi cube this could be a whole nother new technology coming to karaikun the cube technology yeah. stuffing flavors into cubes and then embedding them inside the karaage kun and mike you can tell this one this one's got some heat to it because karaage kun is literally crying he's tearing yeah. up yep. on the box so watch out people this one's gonna and he even has a warning on it it's got a warning yeah. label on it warning this is spicy yeah watch out everybody Careful. all right next up chicky yep. wars we got mm-hmm. lawson mike Sticking with Lawson, we got the Tan Chiki Yuzu Kosho flavor mm-hmm. and those grill marks. Mm. And it looks like a Camaro leaving tracks after burning <laughs> out all over this Chiki. What's your take on the Tan Chiki, Mike, Yuzu Kosho flavor? Yeah, I don't know if we actually covered it when the Tan Chiki came out, but it's this newer type of Chiki out of Lawson that mm. is supposedly more healthy and more like pure chicken um and pure chicken i i i think it looks good i did like the 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 tan chicky it felt a little drier it felt like to be completely honest it felt more natural um but uh the yuzu kosho are you kidding me i mean we know this one of the great flavors of japan um mm, man looks good they're also, you know, speaking of pure, they're marketing this as as the protein rich chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is protein. It's got 16 grams of protein in this. So you can all feel like beefy boys after eating this guy. Yes, sir. Um, it does look really good. And those those grill marks look very fake, but very tasty. Yes, they, they, they are. Yes. Look more like skid marks, actually. I've left a few of those oh, in my day. Anyway, on to um our next Kenbini, Mike. We got Seiko yeah. Mart mm-hmm. up north in Hokkaido. They're coming out with the spice fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Am I supposed to be I... impressed by this? Cumin, I guess, looks to be the flavor that they're spicing it with. Mike, it looks like uh, hmm, heavy hand on that seasoning. Yes. Looks like they forgot to put it on before frying it, and then they're <laughs> compensating by just dumping piles of. That does not look like cumin either. That's just like red. It looks like paprika in that photo. 
Yeah, yeah, Matt. Well, one thing I'd like to say is we had been bashing Seiko Mart for just um, for their chicken nuggets. At least we're getting something new out of here with this, like, you know, fried chicken, you know, this karage style fried chicken. I agree. Very heavy handed with the with the spice. They're calling it the umami spice, I guess. Um, like you said, which I guess oh. is cumin. Um, but uh, umami, I don't know. That just looks like a lot of spice. Um, and hmm. I'd be interested, you know, I'm, I'm, we, we have yet to in-person try Karagekun's spiced or fried chicken, so people say it's good. I imagine it's Yeah, good. well, one day we'll get there. Actually, we might be cooking something up in this fall, finally yeah. get into the Gemba at Segomar. We'll see what happens oh, yeah. there. Stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. All right, Mike. Big news out of Mini Stop. Mini Stop oh, yes. has two new chicky products mm. coming out. One is a Karaage, which mm. has the um, a super thin mm-hmm. uh, batter. Yep. So it's uh, very light, mm-hmm. light, crispy Karaage. But then they have more of an innovative thing happening. Mm. The Sasami Shiso Maki. So this is like rolled up chicken mm-hmm. and it's seasoned with shiso leaf. So it's a shiso leaf actually wrapping around the chicky, the chicken, and mm-hmm. then uh, ume as well. So that's uh, sour plum is mm-hmm. stuffed in the middle. That's all curled up and then fried. Mm-hmm. Elegant, elegant. Mm-hmm. Sort of, uh, maybe an hors d'oeuvre you'd see served at the Vanity Fair party following the Oscars or something like this. It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I agree. Super innovative. I don't think we've seen anything like this out of the hot box. Um, no. And that combo, the shiso and the, the ume. Are you kidding me? Um, I, I like the look of this, but <clears throat> I'm also interested in the very lightly battered um uh chicken as well because um sometimes you get in with those fried chickens i mean it's it's mostly batter it's it's um you're getting like a three to seven ratio of chicken to batter so i like it mini stop never fails to impress matt and i I like that you know they're going not just one but a double double introduction of new i mean double that does look really good i mean Yes. I think it is worth checking out the thin battered karage. You know, mm. it looks very juicy. Yes. All right, Mike. We're still going. We got two left. Next up, right. out of 7 Eleven. I like this one, Mike. They're calling this the Carapeno mm. Picky. Little play on words there. So uh, this is a jalapeno, etc. Nado. So there's more than jalapeno seasoning in there. Spicy, mm-hmm. spicy, of course, chicky. Mm-hmm. Kata means spicy, so they're calling it the Carapeno Chicky, mm-hmm. Mike. What's your take on the Carapeno Chicky out of 7-Eleven? I love it. Um, I love it. Really <laughs> excited about this. Um, you know, um, it almost like the, the, the play on words there with the Carapeno makes me think of like American marketing these days where everything's like some sort of like jalapeno something popper, you know, um, which, you know, worries me a little bit at Papa John's when I was back at home. We got some poppers out of Papa John's, the jalapeno poppers, and they weren't great. So, um, you know, but besides that, uh, yeah, man, oh boy, maybe this is what Nana Chicky needed to kind of like give it the boost out there in front of fam- family chicky after you know being the champ for two years 
It's so true, though. Mediocre jalapeno poppers are a plague. Yeah. I mean, they're just everywhere. Why can't people make a decent jalapeno popper? I don't understand it. Um, I'm excited about this one, too, Mike. Who doesn't like a spicy chicky? Mm. You know, this this does have the promise of real heat. Mm. The jalapeno in there. We're saving the best for last, though, Mike. So this, out of Family Mart, I got to say, they're launching a new product category in some ways. Uh, This is Mm -hmm. called the Koto Chiki Bow. Bow Mm. meaning stick, of course. Mm -hmm. And, Mike, Mm. what what we got here, Mm -hmm. I guess you've had this, so allow me Mm -hmm. to break it down and we'll get the review. But um, they're chicken, kind of like chicken nuggets shaped as a ball. Mm-hmm. But then the batter on the outside, Mike, this is a very oh, robust, very mm-hmm. crispy. And they're leaning into the the crispy, the zaku, the mm-hmm. zaku batter. And mm-hmm. uh, you get four of these balls on one bow, on one stick. <laughs> Buck 39 for one. Yeah. Um, it does look tremendous. And, you know, Mike, I think this... I don't know if you've noticed, but we haven't seen a poke chicky come out of Family Mart in a hell of a long time. And I think this represents a pivot. They realized there was no chicken nugget war to win against Karage Kun. Mm-hmm. They got out of the poke chicky chicken nugget game. I think they're pivoting to a new form of nugget. This one skewered, mm-hmm. shaped as a ball, and then battered crispy. Yeah. Perfect analysis, Matt. Um, yes, I did have this. As you saw, like, can you scroll down again? The important thing here is there are two things. One thing is 139. 139, Matt. Very, very Aggressive price. low price. <clears throat> yeah. And I will say, I've had these, had them with Leo. We ate these Kodachiki Kodo bow <laughs> together. And um, these are small balls, Matt. I, oh. I don't don't be um you know uh, confused. These are these are snackers. These are poppers in a sense themselves. Um, Matt, these uh you know I I I don't know how I feel. I, the 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 batter is very good, but like I said, they're small. I mean these are these are really like these are you know pop 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 in your mouth. Um, hmm. They're a snack, I'd say more than a, you know like a chicky. Hmm. Even less than a karagekun. Like I'd say maybe two karagekun or two of of the the bows the uh kodachiki bows would be one karagekun in terms of like total um like interesting f- fulfilledness or whatever well at a buck 39 no problem buying two yeah buy two buy three by four um and unless you're going to this company that i've gone to recently and this guy never you know puts anything <laughs> in the damn hot box he's one of the worst and he's a shame he's a real like uh, you know stain on the uh um and uh, so, yeah, Matt, I'd say this is good. I, I think it's going to be here for a while. I think we're going to see some variations. They're going to try. I'd like to see a spicy one. Um, but uh, we'll see if it has a longev- le- longevity. Um, I'm not sure. Well, looking forward to seeing where this goes and seeing, you know, will Family Mart do more with the skewer? Uh, it does yeah. seem like it's an open area. Really, the only yeah. skewered thing chicken related is yakitori. That's a whole different yeah. category. That's not fried. And so I think they got room to run. It's an open playing field. So if this is yeah. if this is the pivot away from Poke Chicky, you know, I'd be excited about that. But maybe, maybe, maybe boost the size a little bit, or maybe just buy two, three, four at a time. Maybe that's the right play. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, Mike, that wraps up a huge Chicky Wars segment. Seven yeah. new Chickies out this week. It's time for the scoreboard. What do the numbers look like this week? All right, Matt. Yeah, we're, we're running long, so I'm going to zip through this real quick, but we've got pretty standard numbers across the board. Family Smart 56, Lawson 24, 711 118, Mini Stop 24, Daily Yamazaki 7, Sigmar 7, New Days 26. Mm. Anything stick out to you there? Everybody's playing right in their lane. Yep, yep. All right, Matt. Well, um, we got, yeah, we got a real standard week coming up. Um, and so we're going to go to uh, your loser first. And Matt, can you tell our uh, our listeners what we are looking at? Yeah, Mike, this is out of Family Martin. I got to pause for a second to remember the many dimensions that are going into this product. So, Mike, <laughs> this is the pizza potato like bread. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, again, I got to take this slowly because this this. Takes some thought to break this down. Yeah. So what they're doing here mm-hmm. is they're taking the pizza flavored potato chip, which we all know and we love, mm-hmm. and they're bringing the pizza potato chip to life as a pizza. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a step back. The pizza flavored potato chip is inspired. It's, that's inspired by pizza. So we have to go all the way back to the origin story of the pizza. Imagine a pizza, everybody. We all know what pizza is. But hold it in your mind because we're about to go on a journey. They've taken the pizza. That becomes a chip. The pizza-flavored potato chip. These are delicious. Yeah. But now Family Mart is taking the pizza-flavored potato chip and bringing that to life as a pizza. And so you have a pizza that does not look like a pizza, but looks like a pizza flavored potato chip. And what it is, Mike, it's a flatbread stuffed, stuffed with cream cheese. Can't explain that. Or cheese cream. (laughs) Whatever cheese cream is. Nobody's ever figured out the difference between cream cheese and cheese cream. Then it's got spice, sauce, and cheese on top. So it's like the pizza risen from the ashes of the pizza-flavored potato chip to be reborn as a pizza-flavored potato chip pizza. I don't know if you followed that. (laughs) Took me a while. All right, Matt. Well, let's go on to my loser this week. Um, Matt, my loser is the pizza potato me tying up hand. And Matt, I'm glad you went through the deep analysis because, um, you know, that's quite a description. On, you know, Twitter, there's that meme of something like uh, people who say like, you know, that's great or sorry if that happened. I'm not reading that or whatever. Way too long. This is like a book. Um yeah, like you said, last week, or I think two weeks ago, we we were talking about the um, yeah. the pizza potato wrap that was <laughs> supposed to be a pizza. And you were saying, like, all of these dimensions, you know, like, we're, like, going through many abstractions. And then I saw this, and I was like, this is even more of a, you know, <laughs> now we're going into, like, 
postmodernism or something like that. This stuff, I don't this know. This is that. like in a peyote ceremony, you know. <laughs> you gotta get in the teepee and who knows what happens in there. Yeah. Just look at this and like look at this wrapper that this thing comes in, Matt. Like this is a this is bread? This is yeah. bread. Mitaina bread. It's bread that is in a way like pizza potato chips. Chips. Yes. Um, Matt, I'm not going to actually even try to like add anything to what you said. I think we might have to cut up your what you just described as like a TikTok video or something. That's one of the great <laughs> descriptions we've ever had. I'll be honest. We are looking at a very long description. I, I didn't even try. I put it into chat GPT. I, I needed... I needed uh, $200 billion of compute power <laughs> to figure this out. I mean, there's just, what's the next layer? I mean, are they going to go like a fourth dimension of this? What would the fourth dimension be? I mean, it would be <laughs> a literal pizza that is a flavor of pizza potato <laughs> bread, right? That would be the next, you know, like step. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him either, Matt. So, all right. Well, great. I mean, hey, you know, that's a that's a double stinker there. You know, it's rare that we have a that we share a, a loser. So, you know, a, an especially bad item here. All right, Matt. Going on to your winner. Oh, man. Now we're talking. Yep. Mike, uh, you know, the warm months are coming. Mm -hmm. It gets hot in Japan. It gets hot as hell. Japan has some great items to keep you cool mm -hmm. when it gets hot. One of those items, legendary item, Zaru Soba. The yeah. cold soba noodles that you dip with a little, uh, season it with wasabi. Mm -hmm. Absolutely outstanding. But this set here, Mike, from Family Mart takes it up another notch because they got the Zaru Soba with three Inari. Inari, mm. those go way overlooked. Inari is delicious. Yeah, I don't even really know what it is. I think it's 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 uh it's rice wrapped in tofu skin or something. Mm -hmm. is that what it is? Sweetened fried tofu. Yeah, it's so good, and also That's a right. great thing to kind of keep you cool because it's it's light, but it's oh, yeah. filling. Um, do that with the zaru soba noodles. What a perfect way to stay cool in the hot wow. summer months. Uh, that lie ahead. Man, what a great item, Matt. I think you just picked up one of our great winners of all time because you're exactly right. Like this is keeping cool with food that isn't, you know, like frozen or like, which is just like a meal. This is something like this concept does not exist in America where we grew up of like, monitoring your body temperature through food right and you're right like we've got we've got some great classics the zaru soba the inari sushi so cool and i love what they're doing here and you know this this is standard with zaru soba but then we've got the ginger grated ginger talking about like a mm, nice light something to keep cool and then the sliced negi the sliced mm -hmm. long onions mat with mm -hmm. oh boy wow this is beautiful. Um, and, you know, we often pick up, I think, when it comes this time, something like um, hiyashi chuka, you know, like the yeah. cool noodles. But do not forget about Zaru Soba. And this, what a 
what an item, Matt. Damn it. Um, I completely overlooked this one. So I'm going to show you mine. Mine's very um, similar in the sense of keeping cool. We've got the afternoon tea royal milk tea frappe, man. We got the frappe going on here. Um, This is out of Family Mart. Um, Hey, just looks absolutely great. Um, so this is, uh, uh, you know, using their new technology of Frappuccino style things that you can get at the mm-hmm. Combini. Um, and, uh, yeah, just looks very refreshing. I was on the same kick about the, like, keeping cool. This is a little bit more, you know, obvious, but, um, uh, it's nice. It's a little Frappe that's, um, uh, milk tea flavored. Looks like they got a little, like, bits of, um, cookie in there as well, yeah. which I think is a nice little, uh, addition. So, um, yeah, like I said, a little sak sak toshita shokan. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, um, nothing, you know, not, not a home run out of the park, but, uh, just a standard pretty good item for me this week. Stunning, Mike. And, you know, I don't know if you really, if people who live in, you don't know how lucky you are. You can get mm. the, an extraordinary frappuccino for three twenty-five. Yeah, you want a frappuccino at Starbucks? You're talking eight bucks at this point. Are you kidding me? Jesus Who's buying these frappuccinos? You got to be a billionaire, millionaires and billionaires. Frappuccino. That's that's the only people who can afford a frappuccino these days. It's Bernie Sanders. Was that, was that supposed that. to be Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders. <laughs> complaining about Starbucks frappuccinos. 325 this looks excellent and um yeah they got little cookies in there those those are um those are kocha flavored cookies i guess so um black tea cookies nice i like the sound of that i also like the afternoon theme afternoon tea theme Mm. for people who don't know about afternoon tea it's extraordinary it's like uh it's a british tradition it's like a very sophisticated brunch here in America, you know, 20 year olds and early 30s before you have kids, you go get blackout drunk on mimosas, eating eggs, Benny on the sidewalk. That's brunch. One of the worst meals ever invented. What? Eggs Benedict? Brunch. Oh, brunch. Okay, okay. All right. We can talk about it another time. Wow. I was going to say, I'm a big bruncher. Uh, I think you're a big breakfast guy. I am a big breakfast guy. I'm a breakfast Bre- all day sort of guy. Breakfast all day. Anyway, we don't need to talk about brunch right now. But afternoon tea is extraordinary. You go, you know, you, you go to the UK, and they're popular, becoming more popular in the US, but you just go to like a nice, typically in a hotel, mm-hmm. and you get a tower, a literal tower of mini sandwiches, finger sandwiches, like little miniature conveni sandwiches. Mm-hmm. With little like Lawson Uchi Cafe series treats, mm. and then endless bottomless tea, bottomless tea, and then you sit there and just kind of talk. You know, you gossip. You know, it's nice. Um, gossip. I'm not gossiping. You know, there's a lot of people. <laughs> Dude, who are you gossiping about? I don't know, man. Well, adult theme stuff. <clears throat> anyway, all right. Man. Afternoon all tea. Right. I like. I like to play with afternoon tea. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, man, this has been one of our longest episodes probably ever. Sorry to the people not interested in um, video games or Legend of Zelda. Um, but unfortunately, it's time for us to wrap up the episode. Um, first off, I'd just like to give a big shout out to everybody who's ever supported the podcast, you know, by buying us a chickie or by supporting the newsletter, um, which uh, 
sort of a little bit of uh, news for us. We've moved um, from Anchor as our home for podcasts over to Substack, where we also have the newsletter. Um, so, uh, you know, check us out there. We've got some really exciting stuff coming out of the newsletter, like Matt's uh children's book for the kombini you want to say we something got about the this? kombini chronicles a child's journey through japan where a chapter every week first chapter was hokkaido um next chapter is going to be aomori that comes out this week newsletter drops later today podcast on wednesday so sign up you get the newsletter you get all those things in one one shebang one stop shop for all your kombini action two to three posts a week everybody Amazing there's this much content related to Japanese convenience stores where you can release (laughs) up to three original pieces a week and still there's more you can do with it. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. If we had more time, I mean, we'd be, I mean, it'd be probably like a couple times a day. Um, So, uh, yeah, check it out. Um, If you're listening on any of the uh, the apps, you know, drop us a like or if you're watching on YouTube, you know, subscribe and like as well. And of course, check us out on Twitter. That's our home. Um, where we do most of our uh, our posting, um, but uh, Matt, you know that that sums it up for now. Um, I'm gonna be in the world of Hyrule, um, but nice. uh, hopefully, I will see you sometime soon at the convenience. See you at the convenience, Mike. <laughs>